Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Tuesday, the 10th of January. I'm Derek Clark, and I'm joined this morning, this wet morning, especially where I am, Joshua by Joshua Barry, how are we getting on? Good, yeah, not great either here, Derek. Um, sorry, we're a little bit late. I know we'll be getting absolute pelters for that, but we're here, so let's go. Yeah, apologies, Paul Sturrock gets in touch. Uh, okay. It says uh, timekeeping, and yeah, that's that's my fault, Paul. I'll take the, I'll take the rap for that one. Is it? And Jay McCaldin says uh, clocks ticking, um, but we're here now. All good things come to those who wait, of course. And there's nothing better than talking about Glasgow Rangers. Um, just before we do that, folks, just a bit of housekeeping. Firstly, you can see the little banner on your screen. Uh, if you want to support the channel and subscribe to our YouTube channel, it would be greatly appreciated. It's absolutely free. Uh, our offer on the website at the moment, £2.99 a month uh, for all the content on the Rangers Review site. Head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. And thousands of you have subscribed to the website as well. So thank you very much for doing so. Um, it really helps us uh, moving forward and talking all things Rangers. Uh, and also a word as well to our sponsors, Seneca. Um, as uh, Joshua has just flashed the, uh, the banner on the screen there. Great to have them on board. They are the number one hair transplant corporation in Europe uh, due to its elite hair restoration services and innovation techniques. Uh, to date, they've treated over 43,000 uh, hairless sufferers. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, their mission is a simple one, to change people's lives and restore their self, lost self-confidence. And it's their vision to lead their hair restoration industry to new heights worldwide and offer the most advanced treatments at an affordable rate. Uh, we've stuck the, uh, the link uh, to their website in the description uh, box as well, folks. Do go check them out. A fantastic organization. If you're thinking about uh, a little bit of a hair restoration work on top of your dome, then there's no one better uh, to go to. Maybe not for yourself, Joshua, but uh, people like yeah. uh, myself, it may be a consideration uh, in some time to come. Um, as Heller gets in touch, that's a lovely comment, Joshua. Joshua doesn't need that company. He has fabulous hair. What's your response to that? That's very kind. That's a nice comment for a Tuesday or whatever it is. It absolutely is, uh, definitely. Um, right, let's talk Rangers, Joshua, because, of course, we are in the... Uh, midst of the January transfer window. Two players that we talked about yesterday being linked to Rangers, uh, Todd Cantwell and Tom Davis from Norwich and Everton, respectively. Um, we've, we've You've been digging into the, the data with regards to these uh, two, particularly Todd Cantwell, Joshua, uh, and he's someone that uh, you got quite excited, get excited about. Um, he's a player of some pedigree, certainly when he broke through in that Canary side uh, a few years ago. Uh, is, uh, he's, he's sort of not kicked on in the last uh, wee well at Norwich. There, ha there has been a, uh, a number of changes. The manager, Daniel Farker, of course, left. Uh, in came Dean Smith. And they've now got David Wagner in charge, which I think is a, an absolutely brilliant appointment. I think he's going to do well there. Um, but you've done a, a bit of research on you, Todd Cantmill. What can you tell us? Yeah, um, we've got a piece coming today, Derek, um, kind of with a deeper look at what, what type of player he is. Um, you know, would he hypothetically work in a Michael Beale side? Obviously, as we mentioned yesterday, Beale didn't confirm that Rangers are interested in him, but he did have a kind of a bit, a bit of a spiel ready about him um, when, he, when he was asked after the game on, um, what was it, Sunday? Um, I see James say, if you're getting excited about Campbell, you're easily yeah. pleased. I mean, I think you need to look at, this is a player who, um, 
he, he had two great seasons and has had two or one and a half uh, lesser great seasons, Derek. But you need to look at the, I guess, the whole package. Here's a player that was really exciting in the Premier League, um, was touted with moves for a lot of money, um, w w was really good in the Championship, really good in, in the Premier League, and has fallen away for, for whatever reason. When he was asked about it when he went to Bournemouth, he kind of gave one of those ambiguous football answers about how long have you got <clears throat> um, without giving much away, which obviously tells us that <clears throat> pardon me, there was stuff behind the scenes going on, um, probably, uh, which can happen. There's no doubt in that someone like Cantwell has the technical quality. I think it's more about um, the, the other aspect. What, what Beal said, not again, not directly in reference to Cantwell, but in reference to the players that he's speaking to, which obviously he's not going to confirm the names of. He needs to look in their eyes and see if they're going to shrink at Ibrox or grow. And um, that's, that's, the, that's the big question because there's players who have come to Rangers before with equality but haven't been able to, to implement it and make a difference. What type of player is he? I think the reason that, that he would fit in at Rangers is because he he's, he's kind of, I expected a bit of a, I hadn't watched much of him, but I expected a bit of a kind of touchline um, winger who wanted to constantly beat his man 1v1 out wide. I, I don't think he is like that. I think he rather uh, likes to, to, to kind of use, um, receive the ball when he's under pressure around defenders and base where he's going off of that. You're not going to see lots of stepovers in his game, but he has a really strong ball carrier, pretty good vision, quite strong in the ball, despite not looking like the biggest um, when, when you look at him. Um, not got, didn't score loads of goals. I think it was eight and, and seven in the two respective seasons I mentioned. But but what Rangers need, if they're going to play two forwards, if they're going to play a Sakala and Morelos or a Roof and a Cholak, you're going to have goals in that starting 11. I think what you've seen you've needed in recent games is that person to, to get you into the final third, to carry the ball, to be another dynamic threat alongside the likes of Tillman and Kent and provide competition in those areas. Um, so as I say, we'll have a, a scout report on him later today. Derek got some stats bomb uh, data on him as well. I think he definitely fits into the bracket of a player who, as Beal said himself, needs a move to reignite his career. Um, I guess the question is whether um, him or, or the other people that, that Beal, whoever it is that he's speaking to, uh, whether Beal thinks that that right place is, is Ibrox. Yeah, there's a number of players being linked to Rangers, folks. Uh, we'll try and get to a few of the comments. So many coming in. Let's get to a few of them. Um, uh, Josh, uh, uh, <laughs> Josh Henderson gets in touch. Looks like very decent possible signings. But does anyone having Cantwell and Davis's clobber? Um, I don't think that'll go down too well if he turned up at Ibrox mm -hmm. uh, wearing the sort of gear that we've seen them wear. I know it's uh, promotional shoots and what have you, um, but very interesting fashion sense, Joshua. What do you make of it? Your dad, your dad wouldn't have that. Henry wouldn't, <laughs> he have, wouldn't that, have, would have it. No chance. No. <laughs> no. Um, I, I like that. I, I like a bit of um, individualism. So um, they're they're both obviously. What, 24, 25, um, and I've had quite a lot of success quite young. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. But I just think that Davies as well, I've not watched as much of him, but kind of what's similar to what we said yesterday, that link. It's again, I, th I think with transfer links, <clears throat> you've got to look and see. Does it make sense? Um, I don't think that Rangers will buy a right-sided centre-back uh, this uh, January window, for example, but... I do think that they need a, a player in midfield who's going to be a bit of an energizer. And I do think they need someone who is going to add quality to the final thirds, both of which those players, they, they kind of fall into those brackets. Yeah. Uh, Alan says, uh, Buell will have them wearing collar and ties. Yeah, ab absolutely. Um, comment coming in here as well. Uh, William Matheson, nice comment here, William. Uh, morning, guys, from the 
Ellis in the Canaries, Ellis uh, Canarias, I think that's how you pronounce it. Lots of Rangers chat shows now on YouTube and social media. However, be aware of this is the one that's simply the best. Therefore, do like and subscribe. That's very nice of you to say so, William. Uh, and Alan Manderson gets in touch. Yeah, good to good to speak to you, Alan. He says, hi, Derek, was talking to you. Uh, and Brenda the other day, I used to work at Chivas with her small world. Yes, you did mention to me, Alan, um, that is fantastic to have you on. Uh, as a, as a viewer every morning, so uh, yes, you did mention that to me. So uh, great, great to have you have your support. Uh, and Graham, good friend of the show, gets in touch. Wanted to touch on this, Joshua. Yeah, morning, all bears. Great to see and hear from Steve Davo. Uh, fingers crossed for a speedy recovery. Yeah, he posted a message on his uh, Instagram uh, yesterday, uh, lying on a uh, on a bed, of course, a hospital bed. Um, uh, I've got it to hand if you want, Derek. If you want the the quote. Well, yeah, I've got it here. He said, uh, not, not how I envisaged my start to 2023, but first step on this uh, new challenge complete. Uh, thank you to the club for getting me the best in the business. And Dr. Williams, no, not Frank McParland. Uh, no, he never said that, but he says, uh, Dr. Williams and his team to undertake my operation and immediate aftercare. There'll be ups and downs in the rehab ahead, uh, but very grateful for the support and messages I've received since picking up the injury. Uh, lucky to have so many great people around me from everyone at the club, friends and family that will help me through the hurdles I'll face moving forward. And my wife, Tracy, who's been amazing and by my side every step will be supporting the boys off the field. I'm, and I'm excited to see how things progress for both club and country. Uh, I think we echo that. Uh, uh, the supporters in, in Graham's main, uh, comment there, Josh, I wish him all the best in his recovery. It's so unfortunate to see him uh, suffer this injury, this serious knee injury in training that looks likely uh, to end uh, his Rangers career. Who knows? But uh, at 38 years of age, certainly his career is coming to uh, to an end and this would be a sad end. Yeah, I mean, Bill was kind of pressed to say that he thought Davis would want to continue playing. Um, his answers when the, the, the injury was confirmed were really interesting because not only did it show that he still th thought he had, I think it was 18 months to play, um, he still thought he had a big role to play at Rangers. And we had a piece on the website last week, Derek, which I'll maybe stick in the comment section. Um, I, I think that kind of, I called it the Stephen Davis role, um, which happened against Hibs, didn't happen in the old firm. And I think the old firm is the exact type of game where Stephen Davis would have just come on, closed down the game by kind of uh, locking up the midfield a bit um, and and seeing the result out. And and Beal said that, he said, you know, with five subs now you have, players don't have to play 90 minutes. Um, I don't think Davis is, I'm sure he has slowed down a bit since he was playing every week when uh, Rangers last won the title. And, I think he was the football writers player of the year or, or something he certainly won a um, a couple of awards for that season um, and yeah. he still had a role and Beal interestingly name checked another midfielder on that day who we referenced Bongani Zungu if you look at his minutes I think he only started one game that season but he came on I think 13 times just to close down games not by bringing on another centre back again as we spoke about the old firm but by trying to kind of lock up the midfield but still um, not fall too deep and just defend the box I think deep uh, Stephen Davis, sorry, had a, had a real part to play um, and it'll be interesting to see, if, as well as these kind of top-line names we've seen mentioned, people coming in to be starters, how Bill tries to, to replicate that, um, that, in, that in the squad. He said they can't directly re replace it, but they'll have to somehow because, um, yeah, I think Davis, as shown in the Hibs game, was still going to come on and play a, a part in certain games. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, let's get to uh, some more of the comments coming in here. Uh, Ian Ross uh, makes a point. It's, it's came in from a few. Uh, any truth in the rumours about the Korean player uh, we are supposedly interested in? Uh, reports suggesting Rangers uh, have uh, are aware of a player that Celtic are actually keen on, uh, Cho Gu Sung. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, he's been a cap for, for South Korea, was... Uh, representing them at, at the recent World Cup. Um, is he a player that you, you're aware of, uh, Joshua? Um, I think it's just one of those where Rangers uh, have been linked uh, to him alongside a host of clubs, it, it, it's fair to say. Um, we don't know much more other than that, um, but it certainly looks like the, it's going to Is he the one that scored the header against um, Ghana? Uh, not sure. I didn't watch that game, so I'm not sure, but may, may, I, I, have, may, may have done. Yeah, no, I, I've not. Um, I don't know anything about this, Derek. About uh, any any truth of, of links. Um, Rangers, you can see why. Although they've got four strikers at the moment, um, Beal wants to play with two forwards in every team. I think we can we can guarantee that because he starts a cow in every game um, <clears throat> alongside uh, Morelos or or Cholak at the weekend. You've got a lot of indecision with the likes of Morelos and Roof because obviously Morelos is at a contract. Roof's played 100 minutes this season, if that, probably less actually. Um, Cholak's had a few injury concerns since uh, coming back. Um, obviously, he was forced off the weekend. Bill hopes it's nothing serious. Um, so, I, I, again, if you're looking at is it realistic that Rangers are in the market for a striker, you, you wouldn't say no because of because of that, because Bill wants to play... Um, with two strikers, and again, looking forward to the the, the summer window. Morelos has, I think, a lot to prove if he's to, to remain um, in the summer. We're still to, to see how Cholak will fit in. Um, as we spoke about yesterday, I don't think you can kind of write him off and say he's not a Beal player. I think Beal will, will find a way to use him and will want to use that that goal record, which was shown under Van Bronckhorst with with limited. Yeah, he did. Uh, thanks, James. With, with limited. Um, hmm. Uh, minutes and, and not minutes, uh, sorry, limited chances. Um, he, he finished, I think it was four goals above the expected goals, which is obviously a bit of a purple patch, but I think we can, can safely say that when Cholak's on form, he's going to finish above average um, in this division. So I, I think a striker in this window or, or the summer is is um, something that, that, that will happen. Um, he looked an interesting player when, in, in that game because he scored it. I think the second header in particular was a really, really powerful one, but... Um, yeah, unsure about uh, any links, Derek, uh, especially in this window. Yeah, a big hello to uh, David Kerry gets in touch. Hello, Trips, just waiting for the doctor's call regarding my evil slip disc. Uh, yeah, we wish you all the best with that, that David. It doesn't sound uh, it doesn't sound too good. Um, good to see you soldiering on and, and tuning in. Uh, and someone tuning in from a place I'm not even going to try and pronounce, uh, Michael Cameron. Uh, hi from... Uh, is it Tiravana Malai in India? Uh, that was uh, from Michael. Good to have your company, Michael. That is absolutely fantastic. And as Gordon Bond said with regards to the window so far, uh, Rangers linked to about 85 players uh, thus far. That is uh, the norm uh, in these transfer windows. A lot of it is speculation and noise. Um, uh, very few uh, of players linked actually, actually come off. Um, one player uh, who... A bit of murmurings about uh, a possible move out. Uh, I seen a, a loan move mooted uh, yesterday. Joshua is Rabi Matondo. John Dooley gets in touch. Said, "Do you think Rabi Matondo is away talking to another club at the moment? I haven't seen him in the squad or training videos recently. Um, uh, he's had a listen. His first uh, 
six months at Rangers hasn't been the best. He's found it difficult. Michael Beale said he had suffered a crisis in confidence uh, as well. And I think it was evident in the chances he passed up. The Ross County one springs to mind. Uh, there was another one. At, it was at home, wasn't it? Ibrooks, where he was through. I think he was offside in the end, wasn't he? Um, yeah, against... Uh, was it Motherwell when he came on in the last yes. few minutes? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Could you see yeah. Could you see Matondo possibly heading out on loan, Joshua, this window? <clears throat> well, the thing is with, with Matondo, as you said a few times, Derek, he's one of the best, most effective attackers in um, Belgium last season which yeah. is obviously a, a better quality league than, than Scotland. There is a p player with qualities in there, uh, but they haven't been showing it. But Ibrox so far remains to be seen whether he suits the the change in style from, from Beal's uh, football, for, sorry, to Beal's football from Van Bronckhorst, although I don't think you've really seen the best of Matondo um, in that system. Otherwise, Beal's kind of used him in one of those split striker roles. We've obviously seen that in the first game against uh, the friendly against Bayer Leverkusen. Then when he came on against uh, Ross County and Motherwell, again, you can't write a player off after that num that many games, but the question is how many games will he get between now and the end of the season? Um, would a loan move be the, be the worst thing? Probably not, but I'd, I'd be surprised if it happens this window. The thing is, I think with a player with like Matondo, of course there is quality there, but when people haven't seen it at all, and I, they really haven't, he's not had a run of games, but no. he's not really, um, aside from a couple of assists, obviously, hearts away, I think he had a decent game, um, the 4-0 game, that springs to mind. I, but I think he, he's always looked more comfortable playing off of the left, so maybe in Beal's system, that, that increased freedom will help him. Um, put out uh, another graphic yesterday, similar to the one with Kent, which is on uh, our Twitter and my Twitter, looking at just the areas of the pitch in which uh, Fashion Sakala was receiving the ball now compared to before. And it's not a right or wrong. It's not to show one coach has got, well, maybe results-wise, you could say one coach has been more successful, but it just shows a different approach. Um, these players under Van Bronckhorst were to stick wide win their 1v1 duels and create chances in, in that way. And now under Beal, they've got a lot more freedom to, to go over the pitch and receive the ball in different areas. Maybe that, that would suit Matondo more, but obviously, Derek, we haven't really seen much of him. And if he does score against Ross County, it, it's a fine margin. He probably has a lot of confidence. Maybe then he puts one away against Motherwell because he had one offside, but he missed one as well. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, I think he's still in that position of trying to build that confidence back up, probably. Yeah, yeah, he certainly is. Uh, Direction Home gets in touch. Uh, where did you find your specs, Derek? The people need to know. Uh, do they really? Um, they're actually Hugo Boss numbers there, designer glasses. Uh, wow. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they don't, I don't think they have the anti-glare uh, screen on them, hence why the screen is projecting off my eyeballs. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're not the, the number one specs. Uh, we're talking about the, the goalkeeper debate, but they're not the number one uh, specs in my house. Um, I don't like to rotate. I don't like to rotate, Joshua, so I'm going to um, make it uh, uh, strive to look for the, the number one specs at hey, some point. Uh, Derek, we should, we should, you, you lead us on nicely actually to an article you wrote that's on the website today, which I actually yeah. thought made some great points about um, the goalkeeper rotation debate. Um, the, the, correct me if I'm wrong, but the point you're kind of making is towards the end of Stephen Gerrard's time, I think he, uh, McLaughlin and McGregor played six games each in the league. Um, yes. It was quite normal for them to rotate. Michael Beale is maybe adopting that similar approach by, you know, putting McLaughlin into games where there's maybe going to be more high balls or McGregor be more exposed, which simultaneously keeps McGregor fresher for the games where he, where he does play 
that that's what you're saying, right? That's what you think Deal might do between now and the end of the season, just to get Rangers through to the end of the season. Yeah, well, he did say he came in McLaughlin at the weekend, didn't he? Because uh, he was expecting a lot of set plays, uh, and his ability to come and deal with crosses was the reason why he selected them. He then obviously said afterwards that it didn't turn out that way. Um, but he did say he, needs to, uh, he did say John McLaughlin. Uh, he said uh, this, this is what he said. I feel I feel that John this year the narrative around John is a poor narrative. In my time at the club previously and since I've been back, John's record per game and wins and clean sheets are absolutely outstanding. He made quite a high profile mistake, but I don't think you should condemn him. It's important I keep John focused and feeling like he's wanted and loved around here because he is. Um, so interesting points made by my Michael Wheelie's obviously a, a fan feels that he can do a job. I think he's there's part of that that, that that rings true, Josh. I, I think it was perhaps unfair to say that his Rangers career was over after after Parkhead um, because he has done a, a lot of good for Rangers. Um, you see some high profile goalkeepers, David De Gea last week uh, with an absolute yeah. howler. Um, Edison and Allison have been prone to howlers before as well, but they don't get condemned either. So um, I don't think he's at the future long term next season. I think it's an area I think we've touched on before that Rangers need to strengthen. And I'm sure that most of the viewers tuning in uh, will say so as well. But Michael Bill has said he's not looking to strengthen in January in the goalkeeping position. But the rotation policy, Joshua, is, is that something you're on board with? Or would you rather see someone just get the nod from here until the end of the season? I think if that is what Beal's going to do, it makes sense. Two reasons. One, neither goalkeeper, I think, is performing well enough to kind of justify the argument that you need to keep them and you need to play them at all times. Um, we know they've got different skill sets. And um, again, you can read this on the website. You can see a comparison between the pair. Um, or you've put it in the comment section yeah. as well. We know they've got different skill sets. So that is, is, is maybe suited to different games. And also, I think it covers you a bit because... If one of them is to make a mistake, <clears throat> then you can rotate without it. You know, has he dropped his number one? Who's number one now? Um, I think that's what Steven Gerrard was going for in hindsight. Not only to keep uh, McGregor fresh, but to use McLaughlin in certain games. Rangers also, I think, play, play out from the back with a bit more comfort when McLaughlin's in goals. So it's not a long-term solution, but I think it probably is a solution to the end of the season. And I think it's another example of Beal... He's not, he's not come in and he's not um, kind of been hamstrung by his loyalty to certain players. And he said he's not going to be, which obviously we'll see more of um, from this window and, and in the summer. Um, but he's not just said, I need to play Alan McGregor um, or I need to need to drop and play John McLaughlin. I, I think that rotation is probably the best um, best possible solution in, in the short term. Yeah, um, and there's a point made by Stephen Smith. He gets in touch. Morning, Stephen. Uh, goalkeeper should be good with his feet and come for cross balls. None of this chopping and changing, uh, he says. So, listen, it'll be interesting. A comment just prior to that saying it'll be interesting to see who gets a nod for Aberdeen uh, at Hamden on Sunday. <laughs> I've got to admit, Josh, I've got no idea. I think with the ball at his feet, McLaughlin is is better. He comes for cross balls. I, I would I would start McLaughlin if, if I'm being honest, but I can understand why my McGregor would get the nod for this one. Yeah, and you also look back to McLaughlin's performance away at um, uh, Wayne Eindhoven, uh, not Eindhoven. Yeah, Wayne Eindhoven for the Champions League qualifier, where he made a couple of big saves. Um, I guess one one game shouldn't theoretically de derail that, but you can understand why people might not have the 
biggest amount of confidence. But then McLaughlin was in goals when Rangers won the Scottish Cup last season. Um, maybe he will be the one who, um, who who's in goals at the weekend. Looking forward to the game. I think it's going to be a great game um, between between Rangers and Aberdeen. An opportunity to get to a final. So far, I think Michael Beale's done well to kind of avoid any Steven Gerrard comparison. Um, there, there was obviously... It's, it's a different era, but there's always going to be links to that because of his role within that. Um, and I think if he can go and have a positive performance in the Cup, then that that will do that even further. Because obviously this is an area that when Beal was on the coaching staff, um, you know, you remember the, the 1-0 defeat against Aberdeen, which I think was in Gerrard's first season, um, as well as I think Aber- did Aberdeen put Rangers out of the Cup at Ibrox as well that season. They, they definitely There was a one where Glenn Kamara let the ball go across his his body or something from a throw in him. It's all merging into one, but yeah, the cup record. I try, try and forget those those days, Joshua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. As best as we can. <laughs> yeah, but but I think you you'll see what what Beale's done in the big game so far is um, he's stuck truth his word and tried to play like the big team by keeping two forwards in there and Tillman, as he said at the weekend, rather than choosing between Tillman and Sakala, who are both goal scorers. We pick them both. I think he'll do that again at the weekend, and and yeah, hopefully that will. Um, transmitting to a positive result for Rangers. Yes. Uh, good morning to uh, Nate. He's got in touch all the way from California. Uh, good to have your company, buddy. I imagine the temperature and humidity is slightly different than what it is uh, here in the UK. In terms of the goalkeeping situation, uh, Alan says, uh, bring back Andy Firth, clean sheets galore, and man of the match performances. Uh, and uh, Pop says, uh, goals in between the sticks on Sunday. Uh, that that would that that would be quite something. The hilarity is certainly rife uh, with Connor Golson uh, at the moment, and uh, people uh, getting a bit irate about some uh, incidents again on, on Sunday, but which we won't discuss. It was, it was so minuscule; I don't think it deserves uh, the time of day. Uh, I'll see touching on Golson, Joshua. Uh, it says coming seamlessly back into the team and performing well needs recognised. Top pro Rangers look much more resolute and. Uh, uh, strong in the back line, not only with Goldson, but I would say with Ben Davis as well. Yeah. Uh, now, I know James Tavernier uh, is not anywhere near uh, his best, but those that centre-half partnership, uh, Joshua, those are the best centre-halves at Rangers, and uh, long may it continue, because that, that first half of the season, um, I mean, no, obviously the injuries, the injuries plagued the squad, so it was a, a combination of all sorts of players. We've seen the midfielders in there, I think Michael Beale's first game, wasn't it, where he had yeah. Lundstrom and Sands, um, but it's such a big difference having Goldson and Davis back there. Yeah, and Goldson, <clears throat> so it, it, the comment's absolutely right, because Goldson is also back a month ahead of schedule. He's played every game. We said at the time when he was injured, I think you only appreciate the type of player and and, and, and professional he is when he's, when he's out. Um, it was interesting that when he was out, Beal said, I think it was when, um, you remember, there was a quote coming out about Goldson tried to play in the Hibs game when he heard Leon King was sick. But Beal said to him, look, you can't because you've only trained once. And he obviously was looking ahead to the run of games, which was the right call um, in hindsight. But Beal kind of said, Goldson, he's not the type of person that needs people to think on the outside. Um, he's this or he's that. He just gets on with his business and, and is a top professional. And I think ultimately that, kind of comes through um, and and maybe some people who weren't convinced for whatever reason before he was injured will will be so now of his influence in the squad because he looks um, he's looked as sharp as ever to me he hasn't really there was a couple of times in the first game against Aberdeen where he looked tired towards the end of the game in Ross County but that's I think natural and he'd been out for so long and, and Davies yeah there's a piece on the website um, which looks at 
just some of Beal's given a lot of really interesting tactical comments so far um, in his post-match press conference. One of which was about how they they changed their approach against Dundee United to try and overload one side of the pitch, create space in the other. Played out perfectly for Sakala's goal, so you can read that on the website. But a big part in that goal is um, Davy's ability to play through the lines. Um, and if you look at his pass network, which is his pass map, which is which is in the article, there's um, four or five just straight, simple looking passes. But it's those passes through the pitch that I don't think really other defenders of the club can play. I think you're starting to see more of Davy's um, kind of full package distribution wise, and and that's a real positive alongside his, his defending, which I think is has been good. Derek, um, another clean sheet. And I think the more that they play together, the better that back four will become. Obviously, before kind of Red Van Yilmaz is back and the whole left back competition starts again. Yeah, uh, and of course John Suter, we need to remember as well. He's another one that's back on the yeah. grass in contact training. Uh, touch wood that he's uh, he'll stay steer clear of his injury problems. But that's another one, Joshua. If they can get back fit. I don't know where where he gets a game. To be honest, I think he's 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 a substitute player, um, but it's a selection headache that Michael Beale will love to have. I'd imagine. Yeah, oh, but but that's what he wants, and that's what he's spoken yeah. about so much. And it's similar to to things like Sakala, who's who's done brilliantly and has got what three goals, two assists, won the penalty. I don't think he'll start every single game, and I think he will have games where he doesn't look brilliant, but or, or where where he's not as effective, even though. He's got drawbacks to his game, but that, that's what you need. I think there's very few players who are going to play every single game. Someone like Goldson is, is one of them and, and Davies, I'm sure, as he continues to play, will be another of them. But you need this competition. And, and Beal said, he, he made two comments in the last week, one of which was he wants to dial up the the standards within the building by the level of play rate come, uh, that, that comes into the club. And the other one was along the similar lines about it being game on once there's more competition in the squad. That's something that he's really... Um, He's referenced quite a lot in his early weeks, which suggests to me that, that he thinks it's a really important part of a squad to have that competition to make sure that people's starting positions aren't guaranteed because they kind of have been so far with the options he's had available. Um, so I think he absolutely will want those type of selection headaches. And you, you need it. You can't just have a, a, a club of this size. You can't just have kind of guaranteed starters in every single position. You need to have players being pushed um, to play so that when they do come on, they, they absolutely make the most of it and, and they know that they have to. Yes, indeed. Um, okay, folks, that'll do us there. Thanks to everyone for interacting with the show as ever. It is greatly appreciated. Remember, uh, the offer on the website just now, if you head over to rangersreview.co.uk, £2.99 per month. Still, it's absolutely cracking value for the content you're getting on the site. Uh, and it's totally free if you want to sign up to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can see the banner on the screen there. Uh, over 10,500 of you now signing up. So uh, it's fantastic to see. Um, we'll be back. Well, I won't be back tomorrow. I'm off. But Joshua, you'll be back alongside is it Adam Thornton. Yeah, friend of the show, Adam Thornton. Looking forward to it. You'll be having a well-deserved day off, Derek. So we'll, um, yeah, we'll tie this over until Thursday. Super stuff. Right, folks, I'll be back again on Thursday. Uh, but Joshua and Adam will be with you uh, tomorrow. Until then, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Bye for now.